0: What is up everybody, welcome to another episode of YALA, but... the General Elections 2020 edition. And and this is what, like we said we'll call it the, the less pathetic show, right?
1: Yeah, the, because uh you said apathetic, right? We want to be yeah. apathetic, but then uh, we realised like, that, that sounded wrong, so less pathetic. No,
0: <laughs> essentially I kept on saying apathetic as apathetic on a previous podcast, mm. and Terrence thought I was referring to myself as apathetic. Yeah. And then it became a running joke that has now got some traction on our Reddit. So we figured actually the goal for these elections is to not be apathetic, right? Yeah. So correct. in my world, is to be less pathetic. La. Yeah. So so the full name of the show is the Yalabad Yala General Elections 2020 edition, the less pathetic show. Fuck, that's a horrible name. <laughs> that's a horrible name. <laughs> but there could be hor- even more horrible names for it. Yeah, that's right. So this is also this is also something quite experimental for us because up till now our uh, show has been twice a week where we focus on the hot topics uh and, and whatever's going on in Singapore that we want to talk about. But mm. for the next ten fucking days we're gonna have a podcast every day uh of us two non political <clears throat> experts talking about politics.
1: Yeah. Non doctor, non
0: lawyer, non
1: uh Non uh non technical uh, anything yeah non technical anything la. yeah fluffy, giving yeah, yeah giving our <laughs> context. <creators. laughs> someone was saying that yeah this is like <laughs> this is uh like Kopi tiam talk lah and then I was I yeah. mean I was like eh but
0: maybe Kopi tiam for a younger generation la. coffee no, shop talk for younger generation no, but also I think coffee shop talk kind of belittles the research that we put into this podcast yes. because. It is it is off the cuff. It, it is yeah. off the cuff, not cough. It is off the cuff. It is it, like a lot of the topics we talk about, we don't talk about before the podcast, just so mm. everything you hear is the first time we are legitimately talking about it with each other. But I think it's maybe like coffee, k- Kopitiam talk, uh, like level up, like one level, like kopitiam, yeah. kopitiam plus, because we do do research, but mm. then we talk about it like how people would talk about it at a coffee shop. La.
1: Yeah, and we try to, I mean, try to put a funny spin on it, because what's life without some humor what's the general elections without some memes and some yeah. funny <laughs> shit happening man
0: <laughs> yeah so we are going to be putting out a podcast every day for the next you know actually it's more than eh, is it more than it's like 10 or 11 days until yeah. nomination until the election results are out la. yep 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 so they'll come out i think by by mid midday every day uh, where we'll just talk about the previous days happenings and try and just have a little fun with it lah yep so so if you enjoy it uh please do share it with at least one person because that's how we've always grown through word of mouth marketing. Uh, And we have a very active subreddit as well where I'm expecting the conversations to just explode uh, during this time because fucking hell, man, it is a crazy, crazy time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things going on, man. A lot to cover. So
1: we're not going to do the usual one uh, serious topic, one goofy topic kind of thing. Well, I think what we're going to try and focus on is maybe have one big topic, and anchor topic that we talk about Spend a bit of time on that. And then after that we have a a very lovingly titled section called the Chapalang section. Where basically yeah. any <laughs> observations or any interesting news that came up, but that maybe doesn't warrant like us talking for half an hour about it. We will just just riff off each other and, and talk about it like, a little bit. Because I mean yeah. we we also coming from different perspectives. Like. Haresh is like in the very hotly contested eastern part of Singapore. I'm like more from the central part that a lot a lot probably a lot more uh, one-sided contest, lah. So, maybe there's a different feel in the air. So, like overnight, do you see all the PAP banners come up outside your house? Uh, no. Oh, you didn't. But,
0: but I know my girlfriend who lives in the north north eastern part of Singapore said there were the PAP trucks with loud hailers all going going up and about. The robots, are the robots. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I didn't even know they fucking do those loud hailer things. Uh, they still do it, man. I, 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 had no idea.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's our version of like you know when when uh like Liverpool wins the Premier League, then they do the bus tour. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we get, like Every five years we get this bus also. But, but it's then, all PAP candidates, then, uh.
0: <laughs> Yeah, but then the other political parties. No, is it? I I don't think there was a political candidate on the the truck last night. Oh yeah, just loud spewing like I don't know what the hell they are spewing. Yeah. Um but but do uh, do opposition parties get to do that as well? They do,
1: they do, they're allowed to. But it's yeah, budget law budget. Right? That's why it's it's so glaring like how overnight the PAP posters all just come up like, in some places, like, not yours, but like uh I think nearby my estate area, they all came up like
0: overnight already. Yeah. actually maybe maybe they are maybe I open my window is like <laughs> PAP <laughs> boom I just like yeah, my curtains are closed right now. <laughs> That's why <laughs> Funny, man. <laughs> so so yeah so the the first thing we're going to talk about is something that re- I think it I can't remember the last time there was there was one particular incident like a 30 second video clip that that captured the whole of the Singapore internet. Uh. Yeah, yeah. And uh it has to do with our deputy prime minister
1: and uh also that he's the PM elect uh, I would call him. PM elect. Uh, PM yeah, yeah. Man. As in, as in, everyone kind of knows that he's going to be prime minister after Lee Seng
0: yeah, so so he's uh, D P M AKA P M Elect aka Sugar Daddy Hang as we have been referring to him throughout yeah. the the circuit breaker when he's been making it rain. Yeah.
1: And uh basically he was giving us uh yesterday was domination day, which is yeah. the day when all the parties have to wear their uniforms and then walk to a domination center with uh application papers and then basically file the papers and say, Okay, these are the people who are gonna run in this place. These are people who gonna run in this place. So, um, I mean, the big shocker for everyone was at East Coast GRC, where I think it's a five on, basically it'll be a five on five battle between a new new crop of stars from the Workers' Party, including Nicosia, the the darling of the 2011 elections, um, who is now, you know, I mean, we say darling because that's what they refer to to her back then but now she's yeah, like don't, you
0: know, be, don't be sexist <laughs> huh, I tell you, you, no, no, you. the no, no, moment yeah. you said it the moment you said it I know I, I know I was, like, oh, I was like, like oh shit, shit. the oh, blood drained the... from my
1: face <laughs> 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 no but I mean I'm saying that she was very young if it was a guy also, I would have said oh he's also the darling of, of Pongo and all that you know yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so exactly. she was very young in 2011 I think 24 and she ran and lost now she's joined the Workers' Party a much more established opposition party and she's heading the team in East Coast GRC so it's a, I mean, everyone said, oh, it's quite a strong strong showing. La. Could Workers' Party possibly win their second ever GRC? And then PAP, they, because PAP's side, they had, it was always uh, Mr. Lim Suise, a minister, who yeah. was quite popular resident. So it was never really a threat, like East Coast GRC. But now Lim Suise is retiring. Then the question was, who was PAP going to slot in to fight against Nicosia and her posse? And then the man came out, and he was
0: Mr. Hang, sweet, yeah. yeah, sugar daddy Hang man, sugar daddy Hang. So it's so a big deal, the, la, right? It's a big deal. It's a big deal, deal because, because I mean, during this 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 past few months, when when I think more people have watched speeches by our politicians than ever, uh, there have been few few names that have been super prominent, la. Of course, PM Lee. Uh, Lawrence Wong and I would say the third would be Heng Swee like Keat in terms of mm. airtime in terms of of uh the uh, delivering messages that are fucking important to everyone it would be Heng Swee Keat right yeah 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 correct correct and uh, so yeah i mean so
1: the big moment came when yeah they basically the parties are given i think like a couple of minutes to address supporters uh in 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 a speech although i think i don't think there were supporters because now obviously gathering outside is not allowed so Basically, it was filmed as if they were talking to supporters off a balcony, and yeah. then when Mister Hing came up for his moment to address the residents of East Coast, East Coast, uh, GRC, what happened? <laughs> I mean, okay, actually, it's, it's quite a hard for us to recreate what happened here, lah. Right? Yeah, and but but basically, if it as objective a way as possible, can you just explain what what basically happened?
0: Uh, he was trying to i guess talk about his plan for East Coast la, in the context yeah. of Singapore yeah. uh The problem was that out of maybe i don't know fifty words uh he probably said east coast in singapore forty eight times la. and plan <laughs> also plan and plan and plan yeah, yeah. and it just felt like, wow, you watch it. At first, okay, when I first saw it, uh, as as with many things I I get a whiff of, it comes through uh, my mom's one of her WhatsApp groups. La. And mm. when I watched it, right, basically, I mean, we won't play the the clip, but you can find it online and you probably have heard it already. It, mm. it sounds like gibberish. So when I saw the video, I actually thought, okay, this... This is some 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 uh, person just in in their room editing and overlaying something and cutting it up because with editing you can do a lot of things like yep. But then holy shit man, it was actually a fucking 25 second spiel by get like in full like view of everyone. It was it was shown on CNA yeah. and it just it's real la. and. Mm-hmm. It just you listen to it, you're like, oh my god. I mean, okay, sugar daddy hang. He already s- looks like your uncle at when you meet once a year at a family gathering. That is super nice, but it's mm-hmm. like after two minutes talking to him, you'll fall asleep, like, right? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he's not someone who is like, you know, you would normally want to make fun of because he just seems like a nice guy. Of course, he's part of the establishment, he's part of the incumbent. But when you see this, you're like, what, How to, how to take him seriously, like. So that was my initial thought.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh. Basically, he made a gaffe, like, right? When speaking yeah. in front of in public, uh, I don't know whether it was just the spotlight or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of speculation on what it could be, uh, but a lot of, a lot actually. Um, why we're talking about this is because quite a number of people jumped to his defense, obviously, um, yeah. and and I mean, those people being being a uh, PAP supporters or, or and uh, things like that. But some of the more prominent ones are, like, obviously, Kelvin Cheng, you know, who who merely said, you know, came out of a post that said like, oh yeah, Heng Swee is not the best public speaker. But Lee Kuan Yew said that DPM Heng was the best private, uh, personal private secretary he ever had. And you know, the this man has a big heart for Singapore and the ability to match substance over, over style always. So that was one. I mean, but he is very pro-establishment, so you would discount that. But then actually, after
0: that actually Kelvin Ching can just give a, a, a oh yeah. bit
1: of background who Kelvin Ching is. Kelvin Ching was a former nominated member of Parliament which means that he was uh, he was seen as a you know like, uh, as a member of, a, of the public who could bring uh, mm. who could bring interesting discourse to Parliament so he's nominated by, he was nominated by the then president to be a nominated member of Parliament give speeches and, and talks in Parliament. At the same time, he's done. I think he's done a lot of things for public service, whether it's serving on boards of the government statutory boards or or different things like that. But he's also a businessman in himself, like and he he's got a lot of businesses in China. Has, uh, done well for himself. Uh, yeah. you know, came from humble background, and everything. So he has. Um, very strong opinions about politics, so he writes a lot about politics, mm. and his page actually is somewhere where you can keep up to date with what's going on and what the discussions are on the pro-establishment establish- side of things, are Mostly,
0: yeah. He's almost he almost feels a bit right wing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
1: But I I I have clarified that uh, he is also lib- socially quite uh, liberal, quite progressive. Like you know, things like three seven seven A or that he speaks up against mm. it. So, so I wouldn't just say, oh, yeah, he's right wing. he's, he's okay, okay. He, he also, I would say pro establishment, right? You, you can't okay, get away right okay. from that. He would he yeah. defend PAP against a lot of things as well. So yeah, so that's one of the things he said. But then after that as well, there was also uh, another post from uh, the founder of Razer. You know, the one that makes gaming mice and keyboards and more recently and has laptops. moved to do. Yeah, laptop and laptops that Harish use, uses
0: as well. Which so, doesn't work, which doesn't work. Yeah. Just, can I say, like yeah, my fucking so Razer laptop is given so much issues, but anyway. <laughs> what, what did Tan Min Liang say, say about we uh, can? I mean, he bas- he wrote a, not too long of a post, but he basically said uh, something along the lines of like, oh, you know, um, pu- giving public speeches is not easy. Uh, he's had to give speeches before and everyone is prone to an occasional slip up mm. and kind of like saying, okay, we should go go a bit easier on him, and, and he said, um, yeah, you occasionally trip over words, especially when you're speaking off the cuff, it's easy to comment when you're watching as a member of an audience, but try doing speaking on the fly, Mr. Heng spoke at the groundbreaking of the new Razor HQ in Singapore, of course, Mr. Ming Yang, who has to always insert something about Razor, and he said, yeah, I like the guy, I think he's smart, effective, and good, we should appreciate the work he does, and I will definitely vote for him, Yeah. so, yeah, so, I mean, basically, mm.
1: ah. I think those previous two, two uh, posts that we talked about, they're basically saying that it was just a uh, slip of the tongue, la, you know, in the moment when, you know, like a lot of lights on you and everything. Um, so, it's it's something that everyone faces, even someone, a big CEO like him or, or a big businessman like Kevin Ching or what. Totally normal, right? Substance over yeah. style. Uh, but, at the same time, if you go on the internets and you see, you know, <laughs> people start to point out, hey, there's a bit more to it also, la, right? Because, Hink's we I mean, uh, just to delve in a bit, a bit of history, I think in twenty sixteen there was one time he he was speaking in Parliament, or, or I don't know when he was speaking, but he collapsed in Parliament because he suffered a stroke halfway lah. Yeah. So some people on the internet were saying, "Yo guys, is not this is not funny, man. This is like it could be the symptoms or the or the after effects of a stroke that you know where your brain isn't able to to process certain sentences together and all that So. Are you making fun of like you know people who suffer strokes before la, When you yeah. do this kind of thing, so um, th- that's w- that's why we thought okay, this is actually it goes a bit deeper and darker than just like memes and all that. Because a lot of people are sharing memes about all this thing. Even Nando's Singapore yeah. yesterday came up with a <laughs> came up with a meme based on this. that their East Coast plan to deliver to East Coast residents together yeah, smart, in yeah. Singapore. Yeah, so so it's like yeah. I mean everyone's making fun of it la, But but is there? Are we are we being insensitive to to Mr. Heng when we when we make fun of him like that? Are we like uh or, or are we just being very small-minded like what Kelvin Ching and Tamin Liang are saying like they're
0: making fun of a candidate like that? La? So for me, I would say I actually have no issues with him being made fun of and being criticized for his speech like. Granted, mm. okay, he did have a stroke in 2016, right? Yeah. But it just feels like it's not, say, someone who is not a public figure who was caught messing up a speech yeah. or, or stammering, like, waiting for the MRT or something. This was the unveiling of yourself as a candidate for for the election, as mm. the PM-designate, mm. uh, as someone who will be tasked to represent Singapore on the international stage uh, and be put in very tough situations. Like, and you can argue, okay, reading a script uh, all is not easy, but... Fuck man, that's your that's part of your job, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, so for me, I've yeah, I've no, I've no sympathy or anything, and I don't feel that he is wrongly being criticised,
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, uh, I think
1: you raised a, a good point, uh, that if if the stroke, or at least if the after effects of stroke, are affecting his uh, mental faculties, to give a speech, uh, at a rally when when there are no physical rallies in this whole election. This is one of the yeah. few times he might actually have to give a speech in in public life, right? Yeah. So yeah, la, If he can't string together that uh, the coherent plan that he wants for his people, I think I think it's a. I mean, you can argue that, hey, yeah, you know, this is going to be our prime minister or representative of our country as well, la, right? And, and yeah. is is that something you want? Because it's not just in Singapore. I mean, uh, let's not talk about Trump, because Trump is an extreme example, but mm. Trump's uh, opponent for the next election, Joe Biden. He's getting a lot of flack because he's, I mean, he's old, right? And so he's yeah. hes making, he doesn't make sense sometimes. I mean, he doesn't make sense a lot of times when he talks. <laughs> la. I mean, you listen if you listen to a lot of uh, commentators, you know, they, they're like, they always make fun about Joe Biden. Like, they don't know what Sleepy the hell he's Joe, saying. Right? Yeah, Trump, like, yeah. Trump would call him Sleepy Joe. And, and yeah, basically people are questioning, hey, is he able to become president? La? You know, because he can't even string together the sentence. La. So yeah, yeah, it is, um, I think it is a uh, totally valid concern that people have if you see uh, your elected leader kind of um, put together that, that whole sentence la. and and yeah. Yeah, la, and, and uh, at the same point if you don't want people to make fun or laugh about this right, then we also shouldn't be saying anything about how Trump talks or how Joe Biden talks or anything you know the word salads and all that because at the yeah. end of the day those guys also are like damn old la. Trump is in his 70s Joe Biden I think closing in on 80 and everything because uh, it also happened to Tan Ching Bok the opposition guy right yeah. He he's an eighty guy and he almost said I think out of habit or what he almost said vote P A P S P during his speech la. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> so that that I mean that came up because of his age but and then I think my like, Mother Shape wrote an article, jumped on it and then said hey, you know, like wow he almost fucked it up. And then people were like, yeah la, you see he he he's a creature of habit, like he did this for twenty six years of PAP like everything. So they criticized yeah. him for it. So are we? Then would you, turn around and say, "Oh yeah, don't don't be so bad, lah. He's old, what you know? You, you got to give cut him some slack, lah. Right? You won't. Right? You still
0: demand the same of him whether he's eighty or seventy or what, lah, Right? Yeah, because because I think okay, there's one thing. I mean, okay, just the caveat is maybe I am being very small minded in Kelvin Ching's uh, mind, lah. But then. To, to me like like to echo what I said earlier about Henggs We already being a public figure, being a PM designate, you know, we talk about oh meritocracy, you know, the best person for the job will always get the job. And yeah. then when you see someone like Hanks We let's say let's say the stroke really has affected his ability to speak in public and he's not mm. as good a speaker as he was, right? Then should he be the PM? Because if you're talking about enacting policies, mm-hmm. policies can be enacted, uh Almost, not say without being the public facing persona, right? I yeah. think he does have street cred for his policies. But then to put him there, and then what I found interesting, right, was, you know, I don't know, okay, I really don't know what Mothership's political slant is. Yep. They are definitely big enough to to need the establishment. Because when when I just went to the Mothership website and I Googled Tan Ching Bok, yeah, like what you said, there is an article about his slip up. Yeah. But if you Google, if you I mean, not Google, if you search on their website, Hinks Cat, there's nothing about his. His, Gaff, his guffaw right? you yeah, know yeah. then you look at it you're like wow, what? what the hell and then you also shared something with me yesterday about how the mm. media portrayed Heng Suiket's slip up right yeah correct correct.
1: so basically if you go and read about uh, what Channel News Asia was saying about uh, Heng Suiket moving to the east coast obviously they covered it as the the bigger news being that Heng Suiket is moving to the east coast la, to fight there um, but all they said in one one, uh, one line paragraph by itself, he said, uh to, I, I just want to be completely accurate here because this is mainstream media. Basically, yeah. he said, there is also a plan for East Coast, he said. <laughs> I mean, in that 30 seconds of him together, Singapore, East Coast plan, we care at East Coast. They summarized it as, there is also a plan for East Coast, he said. So that's what the mainstream media is just telling you if you don't bother to dig deeper into what it actually is. See,
0: me, you are someone who doesn't even speak English, you hear East Coast Plan like 27 times in 30 seconds, of course you think East Coast has a plan. <laughs> la. yeah, I, fucks, I feel, yeah. Actually, I
1: thought East Coast Plan sounds like, you know, this uh postmodern rock American like, like band, like All American Rejects East Coast Plan, <laughs> that kind of thing. I thought it sounds like a, a, a rock band, la, basically. But uh yeah, but actually one thing I was I was quite disappointed by la was that um that that like uh I, I feel like Hings we can't really missed an opportunity, you know. You you, you well, do you do you recall a moment in the past where where a politician said something that was like completely like out of left field, kinda of silly and everyone made fun of him. I think and then after that owned it and then maybe made him look even better.
0: No. Recent recent
1: memory. Okay, not recent, recent. La, I think
0: twelve maybe twelve, thirteen years ago, lah. That's not recent, sorry. But I know there was one time. I think the the uh, M Ravi who was running for the reform oh, yeah, party. yeah, yeah. yeah. And No, but i about vote for PAP yeah, oh. yeah,
1: I'm talking about like like PAP, PAP minister.
0: No man. No, I, please I, enlighten I, okay.
1: me. Remember this, Mi siam mai ham. Yes. Ah, this is. Uh, he owned like it. Uh. How did you own it? Twelve to thirteen years ago, Prime Minister yeah. Lee said. Yeah, I think in a, I think it was a national day rally or yeah, what He day said, rally. Yeah, correct, he right. said, uh, as an analogy, he said something about, oh, you know, you you can't you can't have all the, uh, the good stuff and the bad stuff together. You got to choose one or the other. And then I think along those lines, then he said, yeah, so it's like when you order me siam mai ham, and everyone made fun of him because okay for context, mi siam is a dish, It's a noodle, um, curry noodle dish that is usually uh with rice noodle dish la. That is usually served uh, as uh, you know where, where as breakfast, and and a lot of Singaporeans eat it lah. And yeah. um, when and then uh, when he said misiam mai ham, ham is without cockles uh, And then it turned out it was basically Lee Shenlong had referenced the wrong noodles uh, Basically, <laughs> it wasn't meant to be misiam. I think he was he was intended to say uh, laksa my ham. Laksa uh. Yeah, laksa mai ham because ham like where cockles are served in uh in laksa. So some people mm. don't like hawker, so they'll say Laksa my hum la. if you go to the hawker centre and order that, you know, you understand that. But then he instead Li Long said my Ham. And it became like a I mean in 2000 whatever two thousand eight or when whenever it was mm. uh, very early, early on. Basically Misha My Ham became like a, a, a early meme la, where Mr mm. Brown did remixes, you know, to the the song My Hums, My Hums, My Hums become Misha My Ham, My Hum, My Hum. Mai hum. And things like that, lah. So I, I think um, at but that how moment, did,
0: how did Sin Lung
1: own it? No, because uh, there was a lot of criticism. Everyone said, "Oh, this is how out of touch with society he is. He doesn't even know uh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. misiam doesn't have harm and stuff like that." And then uh, I think he just said that it was just a, uh, it's just a small, small, like uh, small slip up, lah. You know. After that, like, he came on and said that. After it, that, if I, I believe so, lah. I mean, uh, if. I have to go all the way back and find the the thing. I believe he said that and then it probably endeared him more to people understanding that okay like he does have he does have these gaps once in a while lah. And then uh, if that makes him feel more human that's a good thing. And I'm bringing this up because I feel like this is Heng Suiket's Misham my moment Like if he just really like embraced it like oh yeah you know, like you know, certain things we, it's, we've been working very hard, or we've been working very long. It's been a long day talking about strategy and all these things. So, but don't worry, we definitely have a plan for residents. Then I feel like okay, uh, then you know you feel like a human being, right? You, are, you have uh, your ups and downs and all that. But because it's like the mainstream media came and sort of like just didn't dare to talk about it. He didn't address it. Nobody talked say anything about it, <laughs> even though it's going fucking ape shit viral. That even uh uh, Nandos is doing memes about it, right? It makes you feel like, yeah. oh, this guy is like, whoa, he's so scared of like someone pointing out that he did something wrong. Uh.
0: Yeah, actually, actually that's true uh, because the, the one thing that I think Workers' Party has has done a fucking good job is like making videos that almost feel like, okay, these people are politicians, these people yeah. are leaders, but they also feel... Like they are not just robots, lah, right? Yeah. And the thing about the PAP, like when they unveil the can unveil the candidates, it's all just fucking so robotic. There's this feeling like they're just they're just like maybe Li Xianlong is in his room, you know, just like manoeuvring and typing in what everyone is saying, or there's some higher power, uh, just just like a a, a collective consciousness of PAP that's just fucking using all these these puppets uh, to voice their commands, lah. Yeah. So yeah. so. But then, like, what? what is... I mean, right now, I know there's some limitations about how you cannot run political ads or something, but mm. any candidate can post anything they want on Facebook, right?
1: Yeah, they can, they can, yeah. They
0: yeah, can. So, so maybe We catch should have just recorded, like, a video of him talking and just clarifying. And yeah, actually, if I saw that, right, I'd be like, okay, you know what? This guy, yeah, it makes him feel more human. He's really, I guess, a likable guy just in terms of, like, his uncle personality, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, But then now it feels like, you know, you have a family dinner and you accidentally say something fucking stupid the whole family knows. (laughs) And And everyone keep quiet. Just keep quiet. (laughs) When they all go home, everyone just bitches about each other. You know, then you form WhatsApp groups without this one guy. Can you imagine like, even in PAP, if no one addresses it, right? If Darman doesn't just ask like, hey, yo, so feeling okay or not? If they just move (laughs) on, right? It'd be fucking ridiculous, man. And I I mean, that's... That's just scary for a politician, also la, Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, my
1: my thought was like, it, it's now in these days you gotta you gotta be real la. It's all about being authentic, and if you can't even laugh at yourself for even a small thing like that, I agree that actually in the larger scheme is a small thing Because Heng yeah. you yeah. is a very capable guy. You know, he ran like the I think he was in uh, his background in finance is really like solid la, and and like he could easily head up any GIC or any GLC and and make a, do a great job of it la. So it's like, but when you, as a politician, when you feel so, like so scared of of your mistakes being found out or something like that, it just doesn't doesn't endear you that well to to people, yeah. right?
0: It reminds me of the time when in, in parliament, I think we mentioned on a previous podcast where he was like asking for a break because he yeah. was, he was getting grilled. And then you see that, you're like... Yeah, then he, mm. got, yeah
1: he got very kanchong, was flipping papers, everything. So, I mean, like like we talked about Ivan Lin last week, how he never owned his, like... Uh, even the conversations with his with people who weren't happy with him, right? I, yeah. I feel that that approach where like, okay, I, you know, I know what I need to do and yeah, let's let's try and move on, stay the course, everything. It will, it will help, but, uh, but
0: I don't know. But that's very, very, very non-PAP, right? Yeah. It's almost like... It's almost, you know, you hear this stereotype, which I guess for years we have been fed. If you show weakness, no, if you apologize, if you show weakness means you are weak. Yeah, You know? yeah. And exactly. and that's where I think the newer generation or the newer mindset is that, no, if you want to apologize and own your shit, it just makes you more likable. Like. But yeah. it feels like the PAP is still stuck in the ways of like, uh, in, in in with regards to their communications, like, which seems to fucking bite them in the ass so many, so many times.
1: Yeah. And that's where that's where I mean, yeah. If they ever need help with comms and all that, you know, like listen to this podcast, maybe it will give you some ideas, <laughs> uh. right?
0: Actually, actually, you know, even when you say Heng Sweet Cat has a solid background, right? I hear everyone say that. Mm-hmm. I've also said it, but actually, what what is what is he done? He's been in minute min, like he's been in parliament for a long time, like right?
1: I mean, uh, I don't think that long, but I mean, his work in the MAS and the fact that he worked as a, 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 a PPS for Lee Kuan Yew himself, considering how how you know Lee Kuan Yew. Is like demand so much of people who work with him, right? To be able yeah. a, to be a personal private secretary for Lee Kuan Yew, I think it's it's not an easy task, right? Especially towards his later years or so when he was uh when he when when he's a minister mentor and things like that, la. Or I don't know whether he yeah. did it during the minister mentor times, but either way, yeah, la, Working for Lee Kuan Yew definitely not easy, lah. So uh, you would have to give
0: that to him, la. But but I saw one interesting kind of like. Uh push or call to action saying that yeah. okay here we have Heng Shui who mm. everyone kind of knows is the PM elect like, because yeah. I think Chan saying he's not the most likeable person and yeah. Heng at least okay at least he, he's got the, the, the chops in terms of his policy making like. mm-hmm. but w- the the decision to feel <clears throat> him in East Coast opposite Nicole here, right yeah. I think it was a Reddit comment or something that said you know this time why not we vote uh, against PAP and uh, in East Coast and get Heng Sweet out for a number of reasons, which yeah. I thought were quite interesting. Yeah. The first one was to because if Heng Sweet's GRC wins, that means Nicole Sia and her team are not gonna be in Parliament. And it's a GRC, yep. which means five workers' party who I think all of them have kind of shown that okay like they are they are quite capable, at least from the from the layman's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. They will not be in Parliament. We will lose Nicole Sia, which is a pity. Um if we if Heng Suiket doesn't become uh it, it doesn't get elected, he can still move on to another role like Tamasek, GIC take over Ho Ching so she can <laughs> spend even more time posting on Facebook. Yeah. And yeah. then it will increase the chances of, of the, I think people still have a fucking glimmer of hope that Tarman will be PM like. <laughs> so so if Hings weekend is not there, then it's if it's down to Chan Chun saying you know, people will be like, yo, there's fucking Tarmen, okay? Can we just get tarman? Which I also thought, yeah, hey, that, that's quite interesting. Huh? It's almost yeah. like like when George Hill, who was a very popular uh, government official, was yep. not voted in, I, I think there was a collective like, okay, you know what? Go henceforth and save the world because yep. you are... You're good enough to do that, like, you know. And he he moved on to bigger and better things, like right. Yeah,
1: like yeah, like, like I think he was advisor to Pope the
0: Pope or something like that for anyone. Yeah. yeah. And and he shared one of our videos once. La, so you yeah, yeah. always have a space in my a place in my heart. Yeah. So
1: I mean actually I think you raise an interesting point la, that uh yeah, la, that you know this PAP strategy of like, oh, you know, this GRC maybe looks like it could it there's a chance it could fall and everything. Let's send in our strongest minister. So that's what happened in 2011, and then it fucking backfired spectacularly lah. And then the tears on all the PAP's eyes were tears of disbelief La I think they they could not believe that this was happening because they had George Yo, you know George Yo, the 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 incomparable like diplomat and everything George Yo, foreign minister of Singapore very capable guy also he was out So I mean. Uh, I mean I see I see this as a power Power move by PAP To put yeah. Hings Weekett there But it's also a risk uh, You know like people are saying Hey you know there's a There is a What what if like You know the The Okay I mean this is very sexist lah, But someone Someone on Reddit was like Yeah you know Hinks When You know the reason why he He fucked up his speech Was because Nicosia Smiled at him at that moment And he just <laughs> 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 So I mean the point is that there are a lot of still, a lot of voters who still think of Nikosia as like I mean, as I said earlier, the darling of the twenty eleven elections. In air they, quotes, uh, must must specify air, yeah, air, quotes, quotes, air, air quotes. quotes. I can see you, yeah, air yeah. quotes, yeah. So they, they really want to see someone like her, uh, in parliament, like, you know, because not only is she articulate and and, and, and young and and, and everything like, but but you know, she she's legit. Like I mean now she's has she's a mother and, and she's sorted out her career and things like that so she's ready to really serve the people so to speak so I mean it's just it was just like okay lah I mean uh, it's a bit of gamble so BAP's part you have to say I
0: guess just though I was just caught up on the image you know when you said they're sending their strongest candidate right and I mean no, no, no disrespect to Sugar Daddy Heng for his policies and all that, but yeah. he he's not the most confidence-inspiring speaker, <laughs> la. So I, I was just thinking, like you know, yeah. fucking in Avengers when they have to fight Thanos and like yeah. Captain America is like Avengers Assemble, <laughs> and then can you imagine like Heng <laughs> <Wicket> just comes <laughs> in the back like has their strongest, <laughs> has their strongest Avenger, ready to take on Thanos? Uh. I was just like, oh my god. Then he'll be like, um, yes, uh, I I have a plan for yeah. to yeah. <laughs> uh, defeat the Thanos. The plan. And yeah, we will together. <laughs> we will win. <laughs>
1: I mean, Lee Kuan Yew brought it up himself. He said he's he's prime minister material, except for his stature, literally his his height and everything. So yeah. so Lee Kuan Yew himself said that you can't
0: you can't say that we are being assholes by by, by pointing it out <laughs> So maybe like they can consider like tag team uh, you know like like maybe there should be a new wave, you know like every PM is just one person. Maybe they should feel yeah. the tech team, you know like whenever Heng Shui Kian is like just like facing the public pressure even though he knows what he needs to say right he'll yeah. tag team and then someone else will come in uh, maybe Lawrence Wong <laughs> or Chan Chun Seng he's like you know it's you like Street know, Fighter uh, where he plays, strip, he plays Street <laughs> Fighter then <laughs> yeah. they switch character halfway <laughs> 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 or like o- Obama and his anger translator have you seen the script yeah yeah, yeah, someone's that's just that's standing right. behind yeah. and when they sense Higgs is he's like stammering stammering he tags them and then they yeah. they kind of just explain <laughs> he composes himself and gets back uh. it's almost like you know did you ever watch Ninja Turtles Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles you know there was the one the bad guy, which was a little mushy crank, crank, yeah, correct. Yeah, <laughs> it was a brain,
1: right? He was a brain octopus, right? Something like that, yeah,
0: a brain, and then he was in the body of this massive kind of like uh robot, I right? don't know, robot kind of thing. Yeah, like. So yeah. maybe that that could happen if, if Hanks Recap becomes PM, like. but but I mean, so you did mention that you had other thoughts, right? Because for me, it's very clear, like going back to what you're we saying, he mm. the criticism is justified, the memes are hilarious, and I don't feel bad, like. but you had. You were also saying that you had some other thoughts, or have you have you clarified enough? I've, I've
1: clarified a lot about the whether you, you can make fun of it, but but the actually the other interesting side of this, right? I mean, that was lost in the the whole meme, the memes overnight. Was that uh, Nicosia side of things? are uh, actually, uh, what you think? What do you think is the the ultimate strategy, Because uh, okay, uh, let's assume that Hink's we get he's he's you know everyone knows his capability. There's no way that they could lose East Coast GRC, uh, But they still fielded Nicosia there, lah. Uh, do you think that? I mean, they, they, basically for them, it's like, let's just give give them a try in this election, and let's wait till the next election to really uh, feel the proper team, because, like. I mean, right now, all five people being fielded in Workers' Party, the Workers' Party in GRC, they're not uh the, you know, the, the typically very well-known people in, in uh, Workers' Party, like, for sure, like Pintam and all, and Leon Pereira, yeah. I
0: mean... I I have no idea, man. But I think it was something you mentioned yesterday that I found mm. quite interesting in the sense that East Coast Jersey was previously contested by Lim Swee Se, right? Yeah, correct. Who was who was? I guess he won it, uh, uh, and he was relatively popular. About Six, right? uh, sixty forty,
1: 40 sixty percent. Sixty forty, right? Votes, so yeah.
0: so he had he. I mean, even you look at him, he's probably the most accessible PAP minister from yeah. the past. La. I mean, he speaks with like like a lot of Singlish, and all, but not in a douchebaggy way, like Chan Chun mm. Sing like. So, I think you mentioned yesterday that, as long as Nikosia's party kind of uh erodes some of the sixty percent vote right it yeah. it it would show that okay, like, you know the w p is a force to be reckoned with, mm. maybe not in this election, but if you're doing that against the p m elect it shows some some mm. sort of metal but I w- yeah, uh, wait i w-
1: i'll just sh- say i'll credit the my poet friend Joshua Yip for this idea la, which oh. is yeah basically I, I was just like why why would they put Nicosia? You know, in a obviously losing battle, then they're like I mean he he's he pointed out like that all yeah, all she needs to do is to erode that forty percent um erode that um sixty percent that PAP has
0: and it's a almost a vote of no confidence in a PM elect la, in some ways, right? Because maybe maybe they are so sure that they will get the N C M P uh positions. Yeah, because yeah. the N C M P positions, if I understand correctly, yeah. uh it goes to the most popular opposition I- candidates who did not get elected basically
1: 12 the 12 loser candidates from the 12 best performing <laughs> loser, candidates. loser candidates from opposition <laughs> correct Every
0: week when parliament starts,
1: the ministers are all coming in. Like, okay,
0: you <laughs> losers, come in. you fucking losers, come, come, come. Sit, sit, sit. No, but no, that's, sit that's, that's,
1: that's something I think we need to talk about in uh, our chapelleung section, uh, about the yeah. role and CMP also.
0: Yeah. No, but so so what you're saying is that the best performing opposition candidates, right? Yeah, correct, correct, correct. So yeah. so does that mean the best performing, if you're in a GRC, how does that happen? So, uh,
1: yeah, I mean, it's up to your workers' party to elect who, lah. Out of, yeah. uh, out of them, maybe not all of them want to be NCMPs uh, for for various reasons which which I think we can talk about in a bit la. Uh yeah. so so yeah, it depends on workers' party to elect and whether the person actually wants to be an NCMP, lah. you know. Because uh, yeah, NCMPs is is there's a lot of reduced uh, responsibilities
0: and uh, reduced pay also and, and various things la. Oh, yeah. So so yeah, so the strategy I mean one one theory could be that they're so sure that they become NCMPs, they just wanted to mm. to wage battle in the in the highest profile GRC, like or yeah. one of the highest profile, like, right? Yeah. Because, you know, wherever Hanks Cat is contesting, there'll be a lot of attention there. Maybe yeah, they, yeah. they figured, okay, it is almost like a David and Goliath. You know, here you have this young, very smart, very capable leader against the person who is the shoe-in for the PM. And if yeah. they can put some sort of battle, right? I mean, ultimately, now, without rallies and without um, the physical presence, a lot of it is the visibility online, right? And if yeah. she was contesting in a GRC that was less hotly contested, yeah, they won't get visibility and I think Workers' Party are super savvy when it comes to social media. La. Yeah. And, and then, fucking, can you imagine last night they were probably like, yeah, man, woo, woo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> forward, forward all these memes on WhatsApp. Yeah, like. That's what forward. They're doing. But like, I mean, I was just phone, thinking, your phone
0: ringtones are, yeah,
1: yeah, are yeah, workers, excerpts of speech. Yeah, yeah. Um. No, I mean, I was just saying that Workers' Party is really banking on the emotions this election, right? With yeah, the yeah, videos yeah. And, and Nicosia joining and all. And then, I mean, I mean, on the other side, PAP side, the most logical, you know, uh, numbers driven leader, Hing Su Ket, is the leader on the other side la, of the East Coast. Yeah. So it's really, yeah. you know, in like USC, in the USC MMA, they always say, oh, it's a it's a battle of uh, styles. La. You know, it's a, it's a fight that about <laughs> styles. La. It's not about how good a fighter you are, it's about the style that you're fighting. You know, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu versus wrestling or striker versus wrestling this one is emotions versus the the numbers dude.
0: yeah it's almost like again when you have in a group when you're in a group of friends and you're all are debating something there's one guy who knows a fuck ton you yeah. know and he or she uh just doesn't know how to communicate and then there's someone who's very charismatic who yeah. maybe knows not as much but they win over with charisma la. Yeah, yeah yeah correct correct
1: yeah and wow. Yeah, la, wow wow when you paint it like that it's like hmm who do you really want yeah who do you want who is your who do you political want? leader That's right? a tough one la. yeah yeah
0: God damn, yeah, but yeah. but yeah. So so that was that was the the one big topic. The next yeah, one was the would East Coast like plan. Uh, yeah. The yeah the East Coast plan. Hey, wait, so now, let's just
1: clarify. None of us are from. You are not from East Coast. You are not voting yeah, East I'm Coast. Not, I'm, I'm from also not voting East yeah. Coast. So we are just coming in as outsiders. And you know, if you are from East Coast and you 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 know you learn something today, yeah, we are just outsiders like, We have no stake in the East Coast plan, so don't. If the East Coast plan doesn't pan out for you. Don't don't
0: don't blame us for it, uh. So basically, Terrence just did what like uh, took the something out of the PAP book. Like, if you say something controversial, just cover your ass. Yeah, <laughs> just end off with something that covers your ass, so people cannot shit on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think there's never been a higher demand for people to move to East Coast, man. Which proves that the East Coast is better than the West Coast. So all you West coasters, just screw it. And it's so nice that I can't hear your voice because I can say whatever I want, and all you can do is reply on the yeah. Reddit. But of course. Uh, no, feel but, strongly but, about that No but But the West
1: Coast Will also be a bit of a battle You know At this point uh, Brilliant
0: Yeah Tan Chengbok Is it West Coast But w- w- which, which Which GRC in particular
1: West Coast GRC Literally Oh West Coast GRC So East Coast and West Coast GRC Are the two most Hotly oh, contested fuck, ones Oh goddamn! god damn Yeah so it's yeah. the battle Of East the coast side, side. <laughs> <laughs> East side West side East side West side Yeah America There's... got East Coast West Coast We also got yeah. East Coast West Coast what? The East Coast Gang War Versus the West Coast yeah, the West side. Coast <laughs> Gang War <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Funny. So I guess I guess one, one thing that immediately comes to mind as the first Chapalong topic if mm. if you are ready for it is the thing yeah. you said about the N C M P line. I guess the mm. Chapalong topic is is Indrani Raja from P what she said about the opposition, right? Yeah, she so basically she is saying that uh if I can paraphrase
1: is that don't worry about uh, opposition saying that oh there could be a wipeout where all the opposition are voted out because there are still 12 NCM non-constituency member of parliament seats that they can fill la. And as, as we were explaining earlier, those are 12 seats given to the 12 best losers from the opposition uh, in Parliament. La. And they basically uh, to, the, the basic summary is that after this uh, after this election they will have all equal voting rights as uh, any normal member of parliament. Uh, that means mm. they can even vote to change constitution or vote to, you know, about uh yeah, I mean very everything like equal voting rights. They um do not have to do any GRC work. That means they don't need to go on the ground and talk to residents and all that. And they only get fifteen percent of a member of parliament's salary, like which I think is basically fifteen percent of fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand, yeah. Or sixteen thousand. I'm not very sure we but basically two thousand plus SING dollars. Uh, to do to just come to Parliament and give speeches if they want or raise questions and things like that, lah. So yeah. um, yeah. So that's what they're saying. they say. Say don't worry about you know wipe out, lah. Basically, the word the term is because there's the NCMP scheme, lah. So uh, and then some, and then people have been coming out and speaking out against it, lah. Right. But so, why? Eh? why? Why? Because uh, I think okay, I think there's a very good Rice Media article talking about why we need opposition or why we need to vote them in. Uh, I mean the the big thing is that basically. When you are an NCMP, that means you have a non-constituency member parliament. You have no constituency. You have no residents. So you have no way to sink your roots into, into, into the ground in any area to have residents uh, talk to you or, or, or air their concerns to you. La. So you become mm. an empty voice. Who are you a voice for? You are a voice for the idea of democracy. You are a voice for something you read on, on, on the internet but you got no residents coming to you and sharing the problem so your legitimacy is in question yeah. uh, and then but a more practical thing is that secondly these ncmps are not allowed to organize e- political events or even any kind of events in any kind of place because they are not they're not considered uh members of parliament in the area lah. so let's say you just want to have a dinner for your constituencies over deepavali or chinese new year to you know just find out you know anything uh, any of their problems or what they will not allow you to have that event so basically, wow. you are almost powerless. La. So, the idea yesterday that Workers' Party was saying was that you can't sink your roots in a constituency and you can't, uh, you will never be a legitimate uh, pers- uh, voice for the people la, because ultimately you are not serving any people. La.
0: It's almost just like, uh, how you say it? Uh, it's a formality. Like, they're like, okay, okay, mm. uh, we give you the illusion that you have a say. But it almost feels like, because if you're not an NCMP, you can almost go like, you know, a bit more guerrilla uh, mm. tactics, you know, just, just and. An, an, uh, kind of leverage the fact that you're not tethered to all these kind of constraints. Yeah. But an NCMP is almost like for the, the government to keep a watch on you while giving you the illusion that you can play a part. La. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, but that Shit. is that is the what opposition criticizes it for. But a yeah. lot of them still take up
1: the the roles and all that because I think uh, I mean Lee Kuan Yew la, when they first set up this whole thing in the 80s the rationale was that this gives a chance for up and coming young uh. Uh, young members of parliament or to be members of parliament, some exposure and training, you know, whether you're opposition or, or even for PAP to debate against uh, this NCMP uh, members in Parliament, mm. la right? So there must be some oppositions that such that you always be kept on your toes, la. It's like and an intern,
0: la. You basically have interns coming in, la. <laughs> Right? Okay, you like, really yeah, like, yeah. right? Yeah,
1: yeah. But you intern, intern with
0: uh, same voting power as the CEO, so You know. Ah, but I guarantee you, maybe the votes they just like uh, NCMP doesn't count. No, but yeah. the the weird thing was for Indrani who is from the incumbent, the majority, to mm. say that. The citizens do not need to vote opposition because they can be NCMPs, la, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, by the same fucking logic, then yeah. you can argue they don't no need to vote PEP because they can yeah. become NCMPs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, like they say,
1: oh, we need a very strong mandate because of COVID 19. You don't need what? You can be NCMP, so you can just give give your speech <laughs> and all like, that, right? Yeah, that's what, if that's exactly what you're it. saying, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> that's, why, that's why I think if you read further into it, it, it feels like. Um, that's why historically there's been a lot of resistance, a lot of criticism against the NCMP scheme because it it, it can fool voters into thinking, yeah, la, let's just vote for the safe party, because anyway the people that I, I need for me to copy in government will be there, lah, you know. But it's mm-hmm. not it's not the
0: same, like it's not it's not apples to apples, la, that's for sure. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so that, that was a mm. weird thing. And I mean she rightly got a lot of backlash for that. Uh but yeah, it just yeah, feels yeah. for her to say that also, like, wow. How how can a politician just say something like that? And I think that was off the back. Uh, of Pritam's kind of warning that the WP could be wiped out if yeah. citizens do not vote for them. La. Then of course PM Lee said that's p- just reverse psychology. So yeah. it's fun to watch these kind of war of words where yeah. it's not political attacks. So it's just fun to see how people react like and, and yeah. yeah la, you can you can kind of distill <laughs> their their strategies and their like like almost their self awareness. Yeah. So but but it is
1: but there is the real threat la, that there, there might be a wipe because uh yeah, la, this is a, as we mentioned before, I think this is a crisis period. Usually crisis period, mm. people tend towards the safer options. Uh plus no there are no physical rallies this time. Physical rallies usually fire people up emotionally to do things that they rationally might not do. Yeah uh, yeah, so there is a chance of a wipeout. Al Junit, the last one, the last election, Al Junit was really won by a razor thin margin by the workers' party also uh. And then now, that no one the rallies tia- helped a lot, la, right? Yeah, and there's no Low Tia Kiang. there's you know all these like, uh, all these strong men of the Workers Party and all la. So there is a there is a total possibility of a wipeout, and yeah, la, it's is is something that we'll have to live with if if that's what we choose. La. yeah wah, wah 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 I mean, okay, la, but in the sense, yeah, well, don't la, worry, and, it can be NCNB, can be NCNB, you can, NCNB. It can, it can be be NCNB. still campaign about democracy and all that. Yeah, can still, yeah. You can see <laughs> NCNB, human yeah, rights, right, yeah. <laughs> So, but uh, so that's then, a, yeah. but that's a so that's I mean that's also interesting uh, thing because, uh, I think yesterday also Lee Sien-Yang finally made a post or he posted on Facebook about why he wasn't running la. Mm. and in essence he said that he does not believe in dynastic uh politics, so he thinks that the fact that his father and his brother the Lee family are so powerful in politics, and all that there's not enough checks and balances against that la. He hmm. says he says his main point was that government needs to be a diverse group that that hears different voices and different opinions and uh yeah that's why we need diverse voices in parliament and that's why he chosen he's chosen his best way to support uh politics is by uh you know contributing whether financially or what but not by running himself because he's not a politician, so hmm. he ended it saying, vote fearlessly basically which is, which is a valid concern for some people right they say oh if i if I'm uh, if I vote for if I don't vote for PAP then my job later my promotion will be a stick and things like that We still hear that yeah. kind of thoughts here around that. So his yeah. point is vote fearlessly. Yeah. Yeah. And what
0: do you I think mean, of that, Ren? I actually thought it was it was because I remember people saying, "Wow, he wrote a good post." And I was like, "Okay, uh, let me see." But when I when I read it, even knowing that it was going to be a good post, I thought, okay, la, this, was, this was very well-worded. La. Mm. And yeah, he also said that he is political, he wants to be political, but entering politics is not the only way to be political. La. And he mm. said, in, in essence, what I take away from that is that he knows that if he enters, everything will be about the Lee brothers yeah. and blah, blah. So it's, it's better he steps back, he lends his image to parties that he supports, policies that he supports, and he contributes financially. Which yeah. I thought, wow, fuck, that's, that's quite badass. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because uh, actually, I, I every time I hear him speak, all that it's um, his voice doesn't command that kind of like the same. That doesn't have the same aura that like uh, Lee Kuan Yew had, or yeah. even he, Lee Sian Long A bit more, you know, forceful and everything. He's a bit yeah. more. Seems a bit more gentle and all that like Right. So yeah. maybe yeah, maybe for him politics isn't really his thing. But but I mean, but he does say politics is for everyone. You can support a party without being without running as a candidate lah. Uh, yeah. But one thing I did uh, I did feel was a waste was that he really missed out on a great opportunity for a fantastic catchphrase. La. You know, you know in hip hop uh, or in rap, there's this thing called the double entendre, or I, mean, I don't know whether in poetry or what, la, where basically uh. a word or a phrase has two meanings to it, right? So when he said, vote fearlessly, I was thinking, vote for Leslie.
0: Hold oh, uh-huh. on. Oh, Vote oh, fearlessly
1: oh, oh. for Leslie. Oh, oh. If you did that, I tell you that would have just gone viral overnight. Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. And I mean, you can break it down even further. Like, you know, fearlessly. Yeah,
1: fearlessly. Yeah, yeah. Vote oh, for yeah. Leslie. Because <laughs> oh, this is. Les- xian, yeah, he's a yeah. poet. He's a poet, man. Or rapper. He's either a rapper, Or poet. <laughs> West that? West Coast style. West Coast style. Because that's where he's hanging. West Coast style. Right, yeah. Like he really missed what? out on that. La. But okay, la, not bad. It was a it was a I mean I thought well written poster. I mean,
0: yeah. in some way, just the fact that he appeared uh, as part of PSP has given mm. PSP so much traction, right? Yeah. Like yeah, it almost correct. legitimizes Tan Cheng Bok. Yeah, yeah. The fact correct. that that someone like Lee Li Sen Yang, who is yeah, a very pro- born into a prominent family and very prominent brother to support wholeheartedly another political party, it made me think, okay, maybe PSP is a bit more legit than I was giving it credit for. La. Yeah, I mean I, when when
1: I heard that he wasn't running I was a bit like hey why like you you come out and you give all these speeches why are you not running why are you not standing behind what you say and running and all that yeah. uh, then something that uh, my friend uh, again like Philip Kaur credit to him he told me uh, basically was that hey dude you know that this uh, in someone like Lee Sien Yang he's not like us you know he's like when you talk about someone like Lee Sen Yang we're talking about like ultra high net worth kind of people ultra connected mm. kind of people and they have very different aspirations or motivations from normal people like us, la. So mm. even even now at this stage, when he's been in a public squabble with his brother, his uh his kid, his kids and his wife have been you know, I mean almost like uh sanctioned by the by the various bodies they work for, mm. or even charged, uh, literally charged by the Attorney General's Chambers and stuff like that, right? Mm. Even then, there still remains a lot for someone like him to lose. In the sense that someone like Lee Sien yang could easily retire overseas in Bahamas or somewhere and just chill out for the rest of his life and not care about anything about Singapore. He can do all to that. Be and, la, to be yeah, apathetic. Yeah, be apathetic. Uh. Never come to Singapore. And Singapore is just a tiny little dot in this world map. You know, he can go anywhere in the yeah. world, build a good class bungalow elsewhere and all that. But uh, if he's chosen to do this, right, it means that you know, it shows something. Because if he had to run for parliament and be an MP, that means he has to walk on the ground, he has to go and meet residents, he has to go for meet the people sessions every day. He has to stay in Singapore probably at least seventy to eighty percent of his time here. So it's just a lot
0: for him to sacrifice as an individual if he was to run for, for parliament. But don't but don't you think that's kind of like uh saying that oh he he doesn't like there's stuff, he would rather not give up for the sake of Singapore. Whereas, Correct, all yeah. the uh, compared to the approach where he he would do everything he can to help Singapore, he's just doing it in the way he thinks is best. Um, because I think there are two very different things,
1: right? I think yeah. What what I guess what I was trying to get at is what was going on in the mind of of Lee Sian Yang to not mm. do this. Cause okay, in, to me, I would have seen it as like, I got nothing left to lose. Why don't I just you know go all out to to do this lah? Because if you remember the last person who was trotted out as a star candidate and then after that got got you know lost the election and then essentially got exiled from Singapore is someone that uh in the 80s named Mr. Francis Xiao. Mm. He was trotted out as the workers' party star candidate and mm. you know very popular, you know, very well spoken, you know, has a real real legit background in law society and all that. He was trotted out as a candidate, but he lost the election. After that, you know, basically clamp down, shut down everything. He essentially exiled from Singapore, So it was just a one hurrah that he had to do this. So to me, it was like, hey, this is Lee Sin Yang's one hurrah. So, but uh, yeah, from what I'm from, so so it was helpful for my friend to explain to me that basically these ultra high net worth people, they still got a lot to lose. You know, even uh, even after even after being let's say even they're, they're exiled from Singapore, there right, there's still a lot okay. to lose. Because they have a very comfortable life outside and all. La. So to, if they end up winning the election and then and then he has to actually do the meet the people sessions or that. Remember how people said Trump and Melania look so sad on the day that they were inaugurated because they actually won and then they're like, oh fuck, I really actually have to do work for the next four years. So he, my friend was just telling me, that is the, you have to think about that, that aspect of it as well. Whether ultra-handed yes.
0: worth don't want to give up that lifestyle. But the, I I guess maybe maybe that's why your friend's not a politician because like, that's all maybe, he thinks yeah, about. Maybe. And your yeah, friend yeah. is my friend also So I get. But I think I think it's just the better move strategically because if you imagine Lee Hsien Yang if he runs now, mm. there's I mean it's going to be very tough for PSP to to defeat the PAP lah. You know, and if he is seen as losing as part of a GRC, it doesn't reflect well on him. As opposed to him running in five years time when it won't be Lee against Lee. You know, it be Lee against. God knows who but yeah. then, it, then the, the brotherly rivalry doesn't take centre hole and I think it's mm. for him to also paint it that, that the the picture of like him you know caring more about Singapore and finding the best way to do it and yeah. not wanting the, his family name to be the centre I think makes him a lot more respectable as a politician uh, at least in my eyes la. so I think mm. aside from just the, the giving up stuff like that I do think he, he cares and he's just doing it in a way that he thinks is best la.
1: I mean, uh, yeah, la, That of course, it can come from a very cynical side where we're yeah. saying that he, he's just looking out for his own interests. But uh, I actually, I mean, my, my own thought is that I don't think he will ever run for politics because that counter, that runs counter to the whole Lee dynasty thing that he's talking about. Plus, mm. I think what he will do is just help to finance whoever is the hottest opposition at any point in the election. Yeah. Mm. A- in and every election he'll just help to finance them all, like how he's doing with PSP now. La. Except workers. I think Workers' Party doesn't want to to wade into that whole Lee family thing. So they, yeah, they yeah. won't have anything to do with him. La. Yeah.
0: Yeah, la, I never thought I would find politics so interesting, man. But it's really like Game mm. of Thrones, yeah.
1: It is, it is, yeah. Literally. Okay, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so yeah, la, that that was something interesting
0: yesterday also. Uh anything yeah. else that you saw that, that that was uh I guess two things that happened a yeah. few days ago which I just thought was interesting. One was the 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 fabrications of the PAP Facebook page that Ooh, was taken down yeah. by Facebook <laughs> yeah 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 basically uh, yeah they had like they I mean their page with two hundred fifty thousand followers and mm-hmm. it was be, it was set up by people who kind of wanted to debunk false accusations of the PAP like which yep. I guess is a noble effort uh but it got taken down because it violated some of Facebook's policies like this was just this just mm-hmm. happened a few years ago which on on the on the first impression I think wow that's that's fucking hilarious. But it yeah. just feels like hmm, Facebook taking down pages like that. Well they they I guess they can't help but get involved in political stuff like this, lah. They can't
1: help la. But uh yeah, I mean I, I think a lot of people fabrication of PAP is like you know the real Singapore what it was back then. This is like the Yeah, yeah, correct. It was like the opposite side la, that was like But pro establishment, <laughs> very pro establishment. So okay, I'm not I'm not I, I can't
0: admit that uh, I'm very sad to see it go or anything like that. La. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. just thought it was funny and I, and I know I've seen like shitty uh, articles from them before la, because it's mm. just brown-nosing PAP to the max. Yeah. So that I thought was interesting and then the other thing was uh, this also came out two days ago with regards to Ivan Lim. Mm. I just found it funny that that PM Lee himself said we can't simply write off and destroy people like this. This is in relation to the whole I think maybe the shortest political career of any candidate yeah. in Singapore's history. Three yeah. days, which we covered on the previous podcast if you haven't listened, um, where he basically was unveiled as a candidate. The whole of the internet shat on him and he decided to withdraw. And yeah. for PM Lee to kind of say explicitly we can't simply write off and destroy people like this when the PAP has done this so many fucking times, I just found it a bit weird. Mm,
1: yeah, correct. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I, I think it's... Uh I think there will be uh, he also mentioned that they will they will look into it further, into Ivan mm. Lim's situation further. Mm-hmm. So I mean go on go on them, like if they really follow through and, and find that hey there's something wrong with this candidate, maybe he shouldn't be part of the, the cadre or like, a comrade or so to speak. Yeah. Of. But uh, speaking of, eh? yeah, but speaking of all the backgrounds of all these P A P MPs, right? There was a very yeah. funny meme going around yesterday. Saying that, like, it showed all the new candidates or the PAP MPs how they introduced themselves at the press conferences. La. Mm. And then, like, it basically took all of them talking about how their humble backgrounds, you know, they grew up <laughs> yeah. in one story HDB flat. And then they laid it over, like, some very cheesy Chinese dr- melodramatic music. And then the <laughs> caption was like you have to be your background, you have to be C si B Chum. If not, you cannot be a PAP MP. La. So basically, yeah, and- the, the translation yeah, is that, awesome. yeah, that means you have to come from a really, really poor, really, hum- and don't even say humble, like, like almost sh- like shitty kind of background in order to make it as a P- 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 P, like And just making fun of how every candidate seemed to be talking so much about how they yeah. come from humble background. Their father was taxi driver. Taxi driver. Mother was, <laughs> so it was just one after another. You realize, oh yeah, shit, man, they're really like going all out. And then, and then uh, just related to that also is that people, some people have started Analyzing the actual backgrounds of these uh, candidates and mm. started the, putting the data points together, like Which we will post in the show notes. But someone um, actually put together the data points of, um, I think PAP candidates' backgrounds. So uh, mm. he did he did some. I I can't say it's number crunching, but basically just looked through the numbers of the last twenty years of elections and the number of PAP candidates that can be classified as ready for this acronym, DLCGNS. Referring to doctor, lawyer, civil servant, GLC, NTUC, and SAF. <laughs> so he's. I mean, I mean, you can go and read it for yourself. But interesting note is that uh, there's not much change, lah. Sixty percent of candidates are from DLC, at GNS, lah, uh, and that maybe between the DLC and GNS, there's bigger differences. But broadly speaking, it's still the general same group of like people that
0: were pulling most of the PAP candidates from, la. But basically yeah. all essential jobs la. No no one who's non-essential, la, right? <laughs> no, artist. Yeah, no no artist, no <laughs> no <laughs> HR all manager. Essential. <laughs> yeah, no, sh- no, no, uh, no. consultant or telemarketer at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <So> <laughs> Maybe they eh? they should no, not P- it was a HR manager, not PR manager. But yeah, I, I found that quite interesting. And mm. and speaking of like summaries that look at stats, there's actually also a spreadsheet put together by uh, Kirsten Hahn that kind of de- details at a high level, the different manifestos. Lah. So, mm. I think this is something that everyone should at least try to take a look at. Not the spreadsheet, the manifestos mm. of the different parties. Of course, in my mind, I was like, wow, Chiba, this is going to be like Apple terms and conditions like that. So yeah, like 40 yeah. pages, you know. But a lot of it is not. And it's just interesting to see how they they portray, how they visually communicate their manifesto. Uh, yeah. Of course, for Kirsten Hunt, I also found it interesting that the most detailed the most detailed uh, manifesto breakdown was done for Workers' Party because mm. she is definitely has an anti-establishment slant. La, so, yep. take it with a pinch of salt. Uh, she did include the links to every manifesto out there. Which, and I thought it was just, I mean, what well, what I did was like, uh, I just clicked on them and just like the first five seconds, what comes to mind? Did you, did you take a look at the manifestos? I did, I did, yeah. Yeah so so basically okay so i think this is something we're going to try and do every podcast like just a summary and reiteration of the different political parties because i'm i get confused by the day um so it's just like yeah like we just going through the manifestos okay you got the pap uh which uh so so i mean i'm just going to give my my thoughts across uh, all of them mm. which are like high level thoughts do you have any no no go or ahead you just chime in uh. I'll so, chime so in, uh, the pap one the pap one was like i think eight or nine pages and it was very focused on yeah, it just felt like... You know when you go past the housing heartland estates and you see the the banner of like four races, thumbs mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. with some generic message about how the PAP is going to save the world? That whole manifesto had points, but it was more focused on visuals, like, which, I don't know, felt a little little uh, propagandistic, mm-hmm. if that's even a word. But manifestos are essentially that. Like. But for things like the WP and SPP, I actually thought they were a lot more quantifiable, like a lot more to read. But... Mm. I just felt like okay, it's getting straight to the point and okay, like it's it's understandable. Uh. Of course PSP had the best hashtag yeah. <laughs> you deserve better. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I
1: was like when I heard the you deserve better, I was like, Well that's like what someone who what a, uh, I would tell a, you know a friend, a female friend or what who just got cheated on by yeah, some like <laughs> scumbag boyfriend. Or vice versa, if a guy also gets cheated on by a girlfriend, I'll be like, You deserve better. You go yeah, girl or you, you go guy, you, you know, either you one. You deserve better.
0: <laughs> Then like there's some like I think people's voice where you look at mm-hmm. it you're like what 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 is their manifesto and I can't even find anything and yeah. then you are just like okay he he like is is headed by Lim Tian and he has a lot of yep. uh, videos I think he has like three videos on the YouTube trending page you no. Know? Mm. Which to me, okay, like he makes click worthy videos, but in terms of policy beliefs and all, not much. He's then a YouTuber you re- already. Yeah. He's, 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 he's a YouTuber. <laughs> la. he's <not> YouTuber, <laughs> Non essential already. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's see like, screw the vote. La. Can you just subscribe, please? Yeah. Uh, that'll be his message. Uh. Then, like, Red Dot United, okay, just uh, it's on their website, fairly comprehensive. I'm not going to go into the details, I'm just giving my first impression. The SDP, which was Chief uh, which is Chief soon Jan Jan's uh, uh, political party. Mm. When you click on the website, right, all the posts are labeled as at least a year old, know? which oh, doesn't really instill confidence when you are trying to read up about the the beliefs of a political party, la. Yeah, yeah. And then People's Power Party has just two manifestos. Mm. One of which is to build a hospital in McPherson. and when you look at it, you're like, uh, is that a manifesto or just like a a, a side a side hustle, la? Mm, mm. Right, and then the SDA just feels like uh, the Singapore Democratic Alliance just feels like they didn't have enough time to submit before <laughs> the deadline, and they just copied and pasted from Wikipedia <laughs> la. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you click on their website, you see an error the website doesn't doesn't live. So, so I guess that's the that's something that I think Kelvin Cheng kind of like put a big brushstroke on. He said, mm. okay, you get a few political part, opposition parties that are credible but the rest are just called electoral fillers. Uh. And mm. as much as I see that, I find it, okay, it's a bit too simplistic but you look at these manifestos, you're like, wow, if you guys, guys want to like, yeah, okay, so I, I don't know, maybe there's a lot more to it but it just feels like they fucking like never finish homework uh, then you're just rushing to finish it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, anything that you read in the manifestos that uh particularly struck you as interesting?
0: Uh, nothing that surprised me. Yeah, I think yeah. the
1: biggest the biggest difference between the PAP and everyone else or everyone else meaning Workers Party and probably SDP and PSP lah is the I think the raising of GST to nine percent lah right because cause PAP is, yes, is I mean PAP is on track to try and want to raise the GST but everyone else is like no let's not raise the GST so that one immediately stands 9%. out lah yeah and and I mean PAP for. I mean, at the end of the day, because they are right now the incumbent, so obviously in terms of experience with policy and all that, they definitely are very comprehensive, right? So even the COVID-19 plans are much more comprehensive than, than a lot of the others. Right? The yeah. others seem to be more about, right, let's let's con- like put put together a committee to find out who to blame, kind of. So <laughs> it's uh, a bit different. Obviously, PAP side, they'll be like more like, let's look forward rather than look back and see what, what, was wrong, and if any apologies are necessary, lah. La. Yeah. yeah. But it's uh yeah, la, it's a, uh, I mean, to, it's, I think it's important to be an informed voter to, to, to just at least go through these summaries, like, right, to understand, like, yeah, that's what right. the
0: differences are. So it's like when you watch a shitty movie and you want to shit on it, just give yeah. it a chance, watch the whole movie, and then shit on it. So, yeah, same way yeah, yeah. with this, just if you want to shit on stuff, yeah, okay, you can make fun of politicians and all, but if you want to shit on the political party and all that, yeah. just read the manifesto. They're really not too long. They're really not yeah. that long. Yeah. Um and just yeah, just, just read while you're taking a dump or something like Yeah. Talking about shitting on people though, those so,
1: uh I think there was one one incident late yesterday or so where uh Morali Pile, who who's running against uh Chi Sun Juan from the S D P mm. he put out a very impassioned video on his Facebook um that I think was uh, saying that let's not engage in gutter politics uh, like about spreading this something about his his son um, who apparently has some I don't know whether it sounds like there's some criminal record or something in the past and something was brought up about the son and it was very ugly and everything uh, but it, he didn't address exactly what it was like, but he, you could tell that this was a man who uh, this was a father who was very disturbed by what he had seen and was basically asking for people not to engage in gutter politics like that, lah. Mm. Um, and this came to my attention because some people I know on Facebook started sharing, say, "Oh, SDP Juan, stoop Solo, do this kind of thing." Yeah, I, I was trying to then I tried to do a bit of research and trying to see what what exactly it was. Then it wasn't there. I couldn't find anything, lah. And then yeah. uh, I asked somebody, and then he told me that oh, it probably was going through WhatsApp, lah. So so yeah, if you didn't get it, yeah, like it probably people probably stopped circulating it. So I don't know. Um, but later, uh Sun Juan also came out and said that yeah, you know this, this kind of attacks on on people's family and all that is terrible. Let's not engage in this kind of gutter politics, and mm. I'm with I'm with Morali Pile on 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 this issue as well because you know Sun Juan also has family stuff like that la. and mm. so they they sort of uh came to a bit of more united front to say like, let's not engage in gutter politics uh. Mm. Uh, which I thought okay I mean. It started out, it seemed, I mean, if you watch the Morali Pillai video, it feels quite sad because it's a guy, a father who's really, obviously cares for his family and trying to plead with the public to not uh, engage in this kind of like smearing and shaming of people, especially their yeah. families. Uh. So yeah. it was just a, a moment where, you know, politics has a, can be can get very ugly and have very real impact on on the, the people running as well. Uh, but it was also good to see that two opponents who are both, Fathers who are both, you know, uh, people and families can come together and also say, "Hey, let's not engage in this kind of thing," like, and let's hope we stick to that, law.
0: But but what, was there any sub substantial evidence of of the actual attack? Or, no, because the, there the was th- also th- one criticism, right? Yeah,
1: the things I couldn't even find what the attack was, and then the uh, to link the attack so quickly to SDP and Chi Sunjuan Juan uh, was like, huh? Because Kelvin Cheng also posted about it and like. And then after that he 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 said, Oh, you know, let's give Chi Sun Juan benefit of doubt that he's not the one that spread it. But but yeah, but yeah in, in in the sense of bringing in Chi Sun Juan already is an act of gutter
0: politics, lah, in my <laughs> mind. So it was so, a bit ugly, lah, yeah. And that statement is also saying, you know, he might be guilty, but let's give him the benefit of the doubt he's innocent until proven guilty. Which yeah. you're like, he didn't fucking any if he didn't he do, do anything, anything in the first yeah. place. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, lah. I mean, uh Chi Sun Juan
1: himself has said that he doesn't want to engage in gutter politics and okay, fine, then Let's let's all try and assume the best of of them. Like, although people would dig back into the past and and about what he did to Chum Si Tong and everything like, But again, I say look, at, let's look at the moment now. I don't think there's he's involved in this morale pele thing. But yeah like, so let's not drag people's families into this as much as possible like. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, but that's it. If they don't smile at you in the, in your in your lift elevator. When you're yeah. taking the same lift together, yeah, make sure to post that shit. You're completely justified. <laughs> yeah, you're
0: completely justified for holding a grudge and posting it like 15 years later yeah. when that person is running for candidacy because he did not smile at you. Yeah, because he did not smile.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so that was. I don't know. Do you have more chaplang topics to? No.
0: Yeah, actually, no. I think we've covered quite a bit for yeah, the last we've hour. Yeah, covered quite a bit. Yeah, just Yeah, it nice has hour. been like an hour. Yeah, like Fantastic. one hour talking about politics. Going to be we're going to be talking about politics every day, guys. Yeah, and so I don't do. Have I, a, yeah. I
1: don't think we're going to have like one short thing segment, like 'cause Because that will be like overkill. That will be like on our normal podcast, like right? If if
0: yeah, but I mean, <laughs> do you have a shock thing? No, not not for for this politics. Uh, but maybe there can be a stuff. nice break away from the politics. You know, like oh. we have a one short thing that is non-political. Uh okay, but I don't have <laughs> I don't have anything for today though. You don't have anything. Uh? I don't have. So you anything mean da- like your anything. daily life? There's no shock things. It's only you find the shockness when you have to do a podcast, is it, Terrence Yeah, correct, correct. My life. Isn't that something you should think about? My life is revolving around politics right now. Huh? That's the only shook thing. Okay, maybe going. maybe if there was one thing that made you smile yesterday. I have a one shook thing Okay, so I, okay, can yeah, yeah, okay I can but go first. But yeah, then, just yeah. think, yeah. if nothing made you smile yesterday, right? Yeah, I'm dead inside. You have, problems, <laughs> like, you have bigger problems. No, no,
1: a lot of things made me laugh out loud yesterday, but
0: smile... <laughs> not like, related to Hanks Week yet. Not related oh, to Hanks Week yet. <laughs> yeah, Okay, uh, yeah, not go ahead. To week yet. Yeah. So, my, my first uh, one shook thing is... um this review video done by uh the very popular tech review channel called unbox therapy okay. i know they are i mean they've got like 16 million subscribers so they they are very popular i know amongst tech tech reviewer tech review aficionados uh mm. they might not like him because i know you're not the biggest fan right of uh, unbox
1: therapy of, oh yeah 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 because he's some ethical issues
0: like yeah in the past oh, okay yeah. So taking aside that which yep, yep. I'm not aware of, they yep. did this review of the you know you you know you have seen that Boston Dynamics, uh, robot dog which which we yeah. have all seen evolve over the years from this clunky fucking huge ass wired up thing like a few mm. years ago to now it's very sleek yellow, almost dog like character. So yeah. so it's called a Spot and they did an unboxing video. And normally their unboxing videos are they they're quite stylistic, they're quite snazzy and like slick. But yesterday it was a twenty minute uh video that had a very eerie Black Mirror feel because they mm. literally got a box, like like a fucking armoured box. They opened it, they pulled out the dog and with one click, the dog goes from like this e-mobile robot and it stands up and it's so weird and they were also smart to bring their own dogs to the studio and the fucking dog started freaking out and mm-hmm. they went through using it and yeah, it just had a very eerie feel which was completely intentional on their part but I just yeah. thought, wow, shit. It's it's a cool review, it's interesting, it's engaging. It almost looked like an episode of Black Mirror like, and I found it very entertaining and scary at the same time. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. So so that was my that was my one shook thing that even after when I think about feels maybe not that shock but overall oh. shock like the shockness overweighs the unshockness. Ah, uh, okay okay understand. Yeah. So well, that's that's my one shock thing.
1: My my yeah my one shock thing actually also is a YouTube video that I think probably a lot of people have seen it. I know you've seen it already. La but it's mm. basically Mark Rober's uh, latest video about the squirrel ninja run. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, so I think I think if you haven't seen it, please uh, trust us and just go and watch it. Because yeah. it's... I mean, Mark Rober, he's a YouTuber who was a NASA scientist, and he does very interesting videos where he builds contraptions that do uh, almost very boleau things. boleo things yeah. that <laughs> like, don't really serve a purpose, but it solves an irritating problem that you might have. So like the irritating problem here was that he was putting he was trying to do bird watching in his garden during the lockdown. So he hung a bird feeder out there. But the squirrels uh that lived in his area always got to the birds bird seats before the birds. La. So uh, after a while he got so frustrated that he thought, Okay, why don't I build a fucking ninja warrior course for the squirrels if they want to get to the bird seat, they have to get through this ninja warrior course to get there. La. And uh yeah, I mean it's it's I mean it just sounds like a bit Boolean, but actually it's a uh if you're animal lover or something like that, it's actually quite heartwarming to watch. Uh. it's very, very cute, yeah. very heartwarming to watch. And uh, You
0: just watched it yesterday, is it?
1: Uh yeah, just a couple of days ago. I mean I yeah. I it was one of those things where i like, hey, I tell my wife, hey, let's watch this YouTube video. And then obviously half the time when I ask her to watch YouTube videos, she's like, What lame shit is this? Like, is this some <laughs> history, history nonsense ranting again or all? But by the end of it, we were like, Wow, that was such a great video. It just yeah. made us smile. Yeah. because
0: I saw the video and I saw a fuck ton of people sharing it like people who yeah. I know who have never shared a video on Facebook they were sharing it and part of me is like when people share something that much right I almost yeah. feel like uh, do I want to watch it but then yeah I do like Mark Rober and when I watched it already with high expectations it was fucking it's, good man blew it <laughs> yeah yeah, blew, and I was like thinking, how good can it be? Yeah, and I mean, I saw it at a point when it had like 150 million views on Facebook, like the Facebook yeah. video had been shared. I think the YouTube video has what, 15 million views. So you already yeah. know, okay, it's been validated uh, and even yep. then it was entertaining. So yeah, yeah it's great, man. I, I, I asked my girlfriend to watch but she, I don't think she's watched it yet. What? Yeah. She's animal hater, she. <laughs> no lah, <laughs> la, eh. do fucking character and assassinate her la. Hello. Please. Gutter, please,
1: gutter please, politics. This is gutter, gutter politics. politics. No, but yeah, the, the, the video... Uh, I mean, he does... I mean, actually, all his... Almost... I would say a good, like, 60-70% of his videos are, like... Like, I mean, it's fantastic YouTube stuff. La. It's, like, only yeah. stuff that you can find on YouTube. You cannot find it on TV or any mainstream kind of thing because it's it's so homemade. It's so, like... It, it brings out the feels, but it's still edited like YouTube videos. And it's so, damn wholesome. Like, no swearing, uh, no nothing. Yeah. And unlike then, this podcast. Uh, yeah. so So... I mean, yeah, it's just uh, if you want something to make you smile other than, than the East Coast plan, yeah, this, this yeah. is it. La.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. So, so if you guys have any thoughts or... So, okay, we're going to be doing this podcast every day, right? And, yeah, yeah. and we do respond a lot on our Yalabad uh, subreddit and we do have a specific thread there th- that, uh, for people to post ideas or things they want us to talk about. Uh, today, there isn't something new that we haven't addressed uh, already either mm-hmm. in this podcast or our previous podcast. But if you have any feedback, I mean, we right now this podcast is about one hour, 10 minutes. Yeah. Is that too long? Is that too short? I think as we get into the groove of, of doing these daily things, we will also find something a little more consistent. Yep. Yep. Right? But meanwhile, but, but yeah, vote, fearlessly. vote fearlessly. Vote yeah, <laughs> yeah. fearlessly. Fearlessly. Yeah. And remember, always be less pathetic. Less okay? pathetic. Be less pathetic. All be right? less pathetic. Well, and let's we say it will, together. One, yeah, two, three. Be, be Less, less Pathetic. pathetic. Uh, oh. Okay, that, that'll be our own political party <laughs> name. Uh, the less be pathetic parties. Less Together in Singapore, East Coast, Plan, plan Pathetic. pathetic. <laughs> Correct. And I think we can say this for the first time. We will talk to you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow. Wow. Tomorrow. Alright. All right. Adios, peeps.